0: This is Red on Air This is Red on Air Hello our podcast learners, this is Red Kapusan a senior high school teacher too from Sanchez Mira National High School your teacher podcaster I hope everyone's ready for another exciting science pod talk I am sharing today on my official podcast channel Red on Air Animal organs and organ systems Constantly adjust to internal and external changes through a process called homeostasis or steady state. These changes might be in the level of glucose or calcium in blood or in external temperatures. Homeostasis means to maintain dynamic equilibrium in the body. It is dynamic because it is constantly adjusting to the changes that the body's systems encounter. It is equilibrium because body functions are kept within specific ranges even an animal that is apparently inactive is maintaining his homeostatic equilibrium the goal of homeostasis is the maintenance of equilibrium around a point or a value called set point while there are normal fluctuations from the set point the body system will usually attempt to go back to this point a change in the internal or external environment is called stimulus and is detected by receptors the response of the system is to adjust the deviation parameter toward the set point. For instance, if the body becomes too warm, adjustments are made to cool the animal. If the blood's glucose rises after a meal, adjustments are made to lower the blood glucose level by getting the nutrients into tissues that need it or to store it for later use. When a change occurs in an animal's environment, an adjustment must be made. The receptor senses the change in the environment then sends signal to the control center in most cases the brain which in turn generates response that is signaled to an effector the effector is a muscle that contracts or relaxes or a gland that secretes homeostasis is maintained by a negative feedback loops positive feedback actually push the organism farther out of homeostasis, but may be necessary for life to occur. Homeostasis is controlled by the nervous and endocrine system of mammals. Any homeostatic process that changes the direction in the stimulus is a negative feedback loop. It may either increase or decrease the stimulus, but the stimulus is not allowed to continue as it did before the receptor sense it. In other words, if a level is too high, the body does something to bring it down, and conversely, if a level is too low, the body does something to make it go up. Hence the term negative feedback. An example is animal maintenance of blood glucose. When an animal has eaten, blood glucose levels rise. This is sensed by the nervous system. Specialized cells in the pancreas sense this, and the hormone insulin is released by the endocrine system. Insulin causes blood glucose levels to decrease, as would be expected in a negative feedback system. However, if an animal has not eaten and blood glucose levels decrease, This is sensed in another group of cells in the pancreas and the hormone glucagon is released causing glucose levels to increase. This is still a negative feedback loop, but not in the direction expected by the use of the term negative. Another example of an increase as a result of feedback loop is the control of blood calcium. If a calcium levels decrease, specialized cells in the paratired gland this and release paratired hormones or the PTH, causing increased absorption of calcium to the intestines and kidneys and possibly the breakdown of bone in order to liberate calcium. The effects of PTH are to raise blood levels of the element. Negative feedback loops are the predominant mechanisms used in homeostasis. A positive feedback loop maintains the direction of the stimulus, possibly accelerating it. Few examples of positive feedback loops exist in animal bodies, but one is found in the cascade of chemical reactions that result blood clotting, or coagulation. As one clotting factor is activated, it activates the next factor in sequence until a fibrin clot is achieved. The direction is maintained, not changed, so this is positive feedback. Another example of positive feedback is uterine contraction during childbirth. The hormone oxytocin made by the endocrine system stimulates the contraction of the uterus. This produces pains sensed by the nervous system. Instead of lowering the oxytocin and causing the pain to subside, more oxytocin is produced until the contractions are powerful enough to produce childbirth. It is possible to adjust a system set point. When this happens, the feedback loop works to maintain the new setting. An example of this is blood pressure. Over time, the normal or set point for blood pressure can increase as a result of continued increase in blood pressure. The body no longer recognizes the elevation as abnormal and no attempt is made to return to the lower set point. The result is the maintenance of the elevated blood pressure that can have harmful effect on the body. Medication can lower blood pressure and lower the set point in the system to a more healthy level. This is called the process of alteration of the set point in a feedback loop. Changes can be made in a group of body organ systems in order to maintain a set point in another system. This is called acclimatization. acclimatization. This occurs, for instance, when an animal migrates to a higher altitude that it is accustomed to in order to adjust to the lower oxygen levels at a new altitude. The body increases the number of red blood cells circulating in the blood to ensure adequate oxygen delivery to the tissues. Another example of acclimatization is animals that have seasonal changes in their coats. A heavier coat in the winter ensures adequate heat retention, and a light coat in summer assists in keeping body temperature from rising to a harmful level. Body temperature affects body activities, generally, as body temperature rises, enzyme activity rises as well. For every 10 degrees centigrade rise in temperature, enzyme activity doubles up to a point. But proteins, including enzymes, begin to denature and lose their function with high heat around 50 degrees Celsius, enzyme activities will decrease by half of every 10 degrees centigrade drop in temperature, to the point of freezing. With a few exceptions, some fish can withstand freezing, solid, and return to normal with thawing. Animals can be divided into two groups. Some maintain a constant body temperature in the face of different environmental temperatures while others have a body temperature that is same as their environment, thus varies with the environment. Animals that do not control their body temperature are ectoderms. Yes, ectoderms. This group has been called cold-blooded, but the term may not apply to an animal in the dis- desert with a very warm body temperature. In contrast to ectoderms, which rely on external temperature to set their body temperature, poikilotherms are animals with constantly varying internal temperatures. An animal that maintains a constant body temperature in the face of environmental changes is called homeotherm. Endotherms are animals that rely on internal sources of body temperature but which exhibit extremes in temperature. These animals are able to maintain a level of activity at cooler temperature which an ectotherm can do to differing enzyme levels of activity. Catch our next episodes via Anchor app and Spotify. This has been your podcast teacher, Mr. Adendi Kapusan. I would appreciate much if you rate, like, and share this episode plus of course, leave your comments below. You might as well message me via messenger with my name, Red Kapusan or my mobile number 919 for smart subscribers and 917 for TM Globe subscribers be with us again in the next podcast episode. Happy learning and God bless us all.